Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about working with professionals to give them the tools to, mo- to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And, you know, a lot of times we talk about those hardcore business things, how to use social media, how to do marketing, all of those various things. But truly, we cannot be successful if we are not successful to, uh, you know, with ourselves, with knowing ourselves, with finding that inner goal, all of those things that really absolutely have to come first before we can think about a website, before we can think about doing any of those other things. And to be honest, sometimes that's a little bit more difficult for women. So, you know, men, don't, don't, don't turn us off. I'm sure there's something you're going to learn from this program. But, you know, we're really going to have a lot of fun today talking with Tasha Scott. So please join me in welcoming Tasha to our program. Thank you so much for this welcome. You know, we really are going to have a great time today, and I'm truly looking forward to it because, you know, it is something that I do think absolutely has to come first. We have to know ourselves and our goals and, you know, what drives us before we can do anything else, whether it is professional or personal. You know, and and when we skip those steps, it comes back and it bites us. and, And so before we start, let me tell people just a little bit about you. Okay. So Tasha M. Scott is a success connector. She helps women to connect with their true path to success. Through her speaking, coaching, and writing, she empowers women in business to unleash and connect with their purpose and identity. She is a wife, mom, and the founder of Don't Limit Me and Women Connect Movements. She owns two thriving businesses, Scott Real-Time Reporting, LLC, and TashaMScott.com. Through her coaching programs, live workshops, small groups, and Women Connect movement activities, she regularly delivers life-changing messages, empowering others to live out their dreams and fulfill their purposes. What makes Tasha unique is that she draws audiences in with her powerful stories that are transparent and honest to the core. She shares the lessons she's learned in business and life with humility and conviction. Tasha is the author of two books, Don't Limit Me and Maximize Your Existence. She also hosts a popular video blog containing useful instruction, guidance, and support for living the unlimited life. All of her endeavors facilitate others in pursuing their own personal journey towards maximizing their existence. So you can see why I'm so excited to talk to to Tasha today. This is so much fun. (laughs) Thank you, Deb. Great. Well, you know, in in looking at your website and, and, uh, you know, all of your material, one of the things that I saw was that you came to this purpose in your life because of things that happened with you. So if we may, let's start there. You know, why why are you doing this? Sure. For me, um, I've always heard this phrase, your mess becomes your message. And I have been an entrepreneur for 13 years now. And when I first started, I I had the hopes, the Cinderella story of being an entrepreneur, you know, the freedom, mm-hmm. the fun, all those different things. But what I didn't bank on was 
what would happen. Like I threw myself solely into my business Mm -hmm. while my personal life was falling apart. And it, it, it snuck up on me and literally, um, that first year I thought it was going to be like the end of me, you know, it was the best of times and the worst of times, Mm -hmm. you know, the first year I hit six figures in the business, but shortly after that, my marriage was hanging on by thread. Literally, we were on the verge of divorce, um, filed personal bankruptcy right after that, which was very embarrassing, you know, mm-hmm. after hitting six figures. Right. You know, there were just so many things that were a disconnect between my business life and my personal life. But my saving grace was me reaching out for help. Mm-hmm. And when I reached out for help, that help came in the form of a life coach. My life turned around my personal life and my business life. Mm-hmm. And I just knew coming out of that, that I wanted to help pay it forward to somebody else, especially right. a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, and also your faith is very important to you. And, you know, and I think that's something that whether it's, you know, a, a, a religion, you know, a, a, an actual mm-hmm. you know, religion, you know, whatever that is, or spirituality, or whatever it is, I right. do think that that is something that is a very important part of this. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I grew up in the church. In fact, my father was a minister. Mm-hmm. And so faith was always a part of my life. But during this time, even my faith was under attack. And what I mean by that is I even questioned that, you know, for the first time in my life, I doubted my faith. I doubted God. And it's not that I didn't doubt God's existence or anything like that. I think for me, I felt abandoned. Right. I felt alone and isolated in the struggles that I was going through. Mm -hmm. And I didn't. I didn't connect with that anymore. And it was the life coach who really called that out. And she Mm -hmm. asked me, she said, how are you and God, you know? And I said, I'm not talking to him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And disappointed, you know, because in the back of my mind, I thought I didn't sign up for this. I thought I did everything right. You know, in my own mind, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking this, you know, but what she helped me to do is come to a place of honesty Mm -hmm. and she encouraged me to journal. And it was in the journaling process that I was very honest, raw and transparent with my real emotions. Mm -hmm. And that actually was the best thing that could have happened. Right. You know, and, and I think that is what is important, you know, even for people who believe that they are successful is to always kind of maybe touch base is, is a good way to put that with right. what is going on. That's um, right. You know, and, and again, that, that faith, that spirituality takes whatever form works best for, for each individual. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, I, I always laugh uh, about my father. He uh, has passed away several years ago, but mm-hmm. definitely not what you would call religious. Right. Um, he always said, you know, that, that he went to church for weddings and funerals. And, <laughs> and you know, and, and of course, you know, that was when somebody drug him there. And, you know, and, and, if, you know, if he were to go to church regularly, the building would crumble down around him, um, you know, and, and it was just, you know, it was very cute as he was doing that. But he was truly one of the most spiritual people that I know, you know, right. being outside for him was, yeah. you know, was, was that. So, so again, it, it can take gotcha. so many, but I think when, when we ignore that part of our being, you know, I think that right. is sometimes where things, where we have problems and, and, you know, I think it's. A very, very helpful in many cases mm-hmm. to be questioning that. 
Oh, um, yes. To, to be saying that, why me? What's happened? You know, right. I, I don't get it. You know, whether it's personal, whether it's professional, you know, all of those things. Right. Because, you know, it, it, it aside from anything else, helps us to clarify those things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because when I first started business, I thought I was invincible. Right. You know, I had my dream. It was me, my dream against the world. And mm-hmm. I thought that I was just on this cloud where nothing could go wrong. But I think what happened looking back at that time period mm-hmm. is that I put everything into the business right. and it almost became like a drug for me, like the mm-hmm. busyness. The, I, it was like the success was a high. Mm-hmm. You know, and I ignored the other areas of my life where there were symptoms, but I ignored all the symptoms and just poured everything into this business. Mm -hmm. You know, and and one of the phrases that that we hear, and it doesn't matter, you know, men or women, is the work-life balance. Right. I think that's a bunch of hooey. You know, yeah. there, there is no balance. They have to be integrated. You know, you yeah. have to figure out. So it's not that, okay, for, you know, eight hours a day, I am in business. And, right. then, you know, I agree. Because even if you are, and I'm putting this in my little air quotes, just an employee with somebody, mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. still thinking about work at midnight. Sure. Um, you know, you, you actually might be somebody who has to respond to emails and phone calls, whether it's your business right. or not. You know, so there really is not a balance. It's it's I don't all think about so. integrating it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I heard somebody say it's like a dance. It's you find in your rhythm. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. And things have to, you know, to adjust. You know, there are times where you're, you know, now I do firmly believe family comes first, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there are times where business sometimes does a little bit, you know, you're spending a little bit more time, you know, on that than on right. family. Right. And, you know, and, and, you know, obviously there are times when you have to tell your business, your coworkers or whoever's, you know what, family comes first. Right. Right. Of course, there's times like with me now, I'm running two businesses, you mm-hmm. know, after the fact. And there's times like I have a 10-year-old daughter that I have to go out of town, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I am married. So my husband and I, we have to shift roles, mm-hmm. you know, like there's times he has to take her to school or there's times right. he has to help out. So I do think it's individual finding that finding that rhythm because I agree with you. Balance, I think trying to strive for balance can almost be um, ha- cause you to have a setback. Right, right. You know, and, and I think it is more challenging for women mm-hmm. because, you know, and, and obviously we're, we're generalizing here, but we do take on more things. Um, right. You know, whether it's that, that, you know, we feel that it's important that we cook dinner every night, you know, no matter mm-hmm. how tired you are or, you know, all of those various things, you know, the, being the primary caregiver, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and love every husband, you know, partner in the world. But sometimes, you know, especially men, yeah, they, they it, it, it's just not always something that they, they do, you know, and, right. you, know, and, you know, and, and true. <laughs> they're, they're out, you know, doing, you know, and, and, but so women, I think, you know, I, I laugh and I say, you know, we only have 29 hours in our day. I think that is very true. You know, women do try and yeah. take on too many things. That's true. And so that's, uh, you know, that's kind of where, you know, we come back to what you do and in finding that why and what, yeah. you know, what you need. So kind of talk yeah. us through that. How do, let's just start at the beginning. How does somebody actually think, you know, what the heck, you know, is, yeah. are there signs you know, I mean, clearly there's obviously some very obvious signs. Your business, mm-hmm. you know, isn't successful. Your marriage isn't successful. All of those things. But right. before we get to that point, 
Right. You know, and, and of course, that's the key is we don't want it to get bad. How right. can we find out what our why is? Sure, sure. Um, unfortunately for me, I had to learn the hard way, right. <laughs> you know, um, when everything hit the fan. So mm -hmm. I kind of talked through it backwards. Mm -hmm. So for me, what I and I can only talk on this because hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm -hmm. But back then, when I started the business, my financial, my personal finances were already um, I was disorganized. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I wasn't, and it wasn't a problem of making money. It never was a problem of making money. It was always about managing the money. Okay. Okay. So that was one of the first things is I was, I would just say this, I was lazy with managing money. Mm -hmm. So, um, starting the business, I look at it and I think what made me think I could have this successful six figure business. And I don't even have the financial management that it takes to take care of home first, mm -hmm. you know? Right. Um, the other thing, was with the marriage, like we had communication issues, mm -hmm. you know, we were already, if you look at the track record, things were already rocky before I started the business. So what I did was I just kind of overcompensated in the business and, and chose not to address certain okay. issues that should have been addressed mm -hmm. before I even started, you know? Um, now for me, I didn't have my daughter back then cause my business is older than my daughter. But, um, with that, you know, being a mother, especially a business owner working at home, I had the guilt, you know, mm -hmm. I had the, all those normal feelings that like, man, I should be doing this more. I should be doing that more, all of those different things. But for me, my wake up call came when I actually, this is how I discovered my why. I started mentoring a group of teenage girls oh. and this was right around the time that I found out that I was pregnant and I was having a girl myself. Mm -hmm. And as I was mentoring those girls, I started noticing the lack of fulfillment that was on the inside of me because as a mentor, I was showing up, challenging them to pursue their dreams, live a fulfilled life, all those different things. And I started feeling like a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. I started feeling mm -hmm. like, I'm over here pushing them and challenging them, but am I living up to my true potential? Am I practicing what I preach? Mm -hmm. You know, and it was, I feel like those girls taught me probably more than I taught them, <laughs> you know? Um, and, and I started after the, that summer was over after mentoring them, I started having just a gnawing dissatisfaction mm -hmm. and a, and an unfulfillment that I couldn't shake. You know, and I think that is a sign right there that sometimes it's not about what's happening on the outside. It's paying attention to what's happening on the inside of you. Right. You know, and what happened is fast forward. I um, reached out to this life coach for help. And because that's when everything like literally was like hit the fan, mm -hmm. like it was at the height of intensity. So I reached out for help. And what I realized during that time in the beginning stages with my life coach was I had to take responsibility for Tasha. Mm -hmm. Like I was out there trying to fix everybody else, trying to blame my husband, trying to blame my past, trying to blame everybody, everything. But at the end of the day, I was the common denominator in the situation. And the only thing that I had control over was me. And I got to a place through the help of my life coach where I had to get to a place where stop making excuses, stop shifting the blame and answer the question, Tasha, what do you want? Mm -hmm. And after going through the journaling and talking to the coach, all those different things, I 
I started getting healed. I started getting better. I started having desires for different things. And I realized three months into a six month coaching program that my why and my want to was to help people overcome in the very areas that I suffered in, Mm -hmm. but it was from a healthy standpoint. Right. You know, and, and I think that is what is so difficult is we put so much pressure on ourselves, mm-hmm. whether it's to be perfect, you know, and, and that's it, you know, and, and, and then we think, well, I'll let everybody down. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you mentioned that you had to find Tasha. And I think that's, that's right. so important is, you know, we, we do think, well, what is somebody going to think about me? Yes. Well, that's, you know, I used the word earlier, hooey, you know, <laughs> and, and, and we shouldn't care. I mean, if, right. if we aren't happy with ourselves, then Ultimately, nobody is going to be happy with us. That's it, Deb, right there. I think I cared too much about what other people thought. Mm -hmm. So it kept me in prison to this false expectation and this false perfection syndrome that I created myself. And so it created all these masks. So nobody knew I was having marriage problems. Everybody thought, oh, y'all are just so wonderful. You have the perfect life. <laughs> yes. Nobody knew that, yes, my business was looked like it was going good, but that we were filing bankruptcy, personal bankruptcy. Nobody knew the, the opposite of it because I didn't let anybody right. in. Right. You know, and, and, and we put up those those shields partially mm-hmm. to protect ourselves, you know, because right. the, the, we, we don't want to hear the criticism. Right. You know, the, the worst thing would have been, you know, that, you know, oh, gosh, did you know, Tasha, yada, 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 or right. this, that, you know. And so we do the happy, happy. We put mm-hmm. on the perfect face. And then, of course, when things come crashing down, it, it, it actually makes it worse because That's then right. we don't have a support system to help us. That's right. That's right. And I call it cracking underneath the pressure. Mm hmm. And that's why, um, not to go too dark, but that's why you hear a lot of these celebrities right. one day in the news, they're committing suicide mm-hmm. or, they're, you know, something. And, and people are like, oh, my gosh, in shock. But did anybody really know what was really going on, mm-hmm. you know, behind closed doors? Right. And that's the danger of of this whole expectation of I want to be successful and I want this. It's like, I believe we're called to be successful, but in every area Mm -hmm. of our lives. And you just said the magic two words that I love and that's having a support system. Right. Let's talk about that. Why is that so important? Because again, you know, we, we want to think, you know, we can do everything and we don't need help. Right. Why is that so important to have a good support system? Yeah. And I, I tell people this all the time. And um, it's a my pastor said this one time. He said, somebody needs to know the real you at all times, mm-hmm. because especially if you're a leader, a people helper, you're out there on the forefront while you're pouring out into other people, you need somebody that's pouring into you. Mm-hmm. You need somebody that is not expecting you to be on all the time, but somebody that can just see through you. And when you, when you, they ask the question, how are you doing? Or are you okay? You can honestly say, no, I'm not, or this is what's going on. That's part of our growth in, because as we pour out, we need somebody to pour into us. And that's Mm -hmm. what keeps us sane. Right. (laughs) Yeah. the, The worst thing is when somebody says, how are you? And you say, fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's like, that's, that's a really bad F word. We should not say fine. Yes. 
Absolutely. And I have a friend that I would say is probably part of my inner circle that if I use that, oh, I'm fine. She can see right through me. Right. And That's I get the her- danger, danger word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, sh- and I give her permission to call me out too. That's the mm-hmm. other thing because nobody, there, there's no such thing as Wonder Woman. There's no such thing as Superman. All of us are literally just one choice away from, from something. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, and whether it's a you know business support, which you know can be masterminds, you know all those right. various things, or personal, right. you know, I think that is so important. Um, you know, and 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 it is it is very difficult. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 I found that out the hard way. Um, mm-hmm. the people who have listened to my program a long time know that. Um, oh gosh, it's been about eighteen months ago now. Mm-hmm. I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Wow. And, you know, of course, my first, I, I literally told the doctor, I'm sorry, that's not in my schedule. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and, and so, but I'm an only child and raised to be very independent. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so I was going to go through this alone. Well, then uh-huh. the world came crashing down. I had, you know, multiple complications and blah, 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 you know, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I was not the type of person to go to a, an organized cancer support group. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to hear people complaining and, you know, and, and all of those various things. But I also knew how important it was to have support. Mm-hmm. So I started a private Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And I am very humbled to say that we have over 400 people that are, are part of that group. That's and, all. you know, it is the support that I get from those people is absolutely incredible. That's awesome. Um, you know, when I would go in for procedures and surgeries and, and all sorts of things, I told people there was a bubble around me, you know, and and it was a bubble of people praying Mm, and mm. sending healing thoughts and and all of these things. And I had people who questioned that. Yeah. Well, well, you know, they're total strangers. Yeah. And I said, no, they're not. Mm. You know, and and I mean, one one of the apps, I I received many, many, many very cool gifts and, you know, and and all of this. And one that is on my mantle because it is very special to me is a a bear, a stuffed bear Uh and an acquaintance, not even a friend, sent it to me. And she said that her church choir had prayed over it. Wow. Now she had no idea that that part of organized religion is extremely important to me. Music is just, you know, and <laughs> and and it was like, ooh. I mean, so it is. That's that's my little bear that's up there. Uh-oh. Um, but you know, it, it, it. But it really was funny because one of the times when things weren't going well, mm-hmm. I I literally remember thinking, I can't die all of those people would be mad at me. Oh my goodness. And, and it's funny because, you know, it, it, you know, it, it, things weren't going well, but I, I did, I didn't want to let my support system down. Yeah. And, but in a positive way, you know, what, I I mean, clearly if, you know, something happened, it wasn't going to matter, but Mm -hmm. um, I, I just knew that those people were so important to me that I really couldn't let them down. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I think that's what we have to think about with a support group, because that's then right. it is about asking for help. That's you know, right. Whether it's, hey, just send healing thoughts today or you, know, you don't even have to tell them why. You know, yeah. if, if they're a good support system, if you just say, I'm needing a little help today, you know, they'll they'll send it. Of course, then there are those who who say, OK, specific, what can I do? Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and all of those. But it really was difficult for me. And it still is difficult for me to ask for help. Yeah. And to say, you know what, today's not a good day. 
Right. Um, you know, whether it's that I need to nap or I'm not feeling well or, you know, all of those are because I do want to be happy, happy all the yeah. time. Yeah. But people have called me out on that. They have said, wow. you can't be that happy all the time. I'm like, you know what? You're right. And <laughs> and today is just a, a bad day. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and but, you know, having that support system, you know, is, is so important. And, you know, and, and those people have transitioned into good friends. Yes. Um, you know, and. And it really, and it, it really surprised me who some of them were. You know, some of them were people that I didn't even think knew I existed. Yeah. And they're some of the, the biggest people. And, but it, it does show how important a support system is, whether it's two people or, you know, 400 or, or more Absolutely. than that. It, it really is just so very important. And, you know, I think that is a big part of knowing your why is knowing it how is. to ask and, and open yourself up to that. Yes, I talk about that in my um, Maximize Your Existence, how Mm -hmm. you do not have to suffer in silence. Right. You know, um, I just say that having a support system has saved my life, Mm -hmm. you know, and and having that support system gave me, it's almost like having a support system gave me the boldness and the courage to give my own self permission to live, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, that's one of the things that I became my why is when I started talking and telling my real story, the real truth, I didn't realize how many women would come out of the woodwork and say, oh, my gosh, me too. Mm -hmm. You know, and it is about creating maybe what what we want to call a circle. Yes. Um, You know, it's not just sucking in all this support. That's right. It's giving it back when they need it. That's Um, right. And and I think that's one of the things that I have definitely learned is, A.O., be there for somebody else. Yes. Even even if things aren't really all that whoopee with me right then, what can I do to help somebody else? That's right. That helps you to take the focus off of what you're going through. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And helps you to, it's reciprocating, you know? And that's, to me, that's normal life. Right. You know, and, and it is sometimes a challenge because, you know, maybe they ask you for too much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but, but then it comes back to knowing yourself and being able to say, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't do that today. Yes, yes. <clears throat> and sometimes it does mean cutting some people out. It does. Um, you know, and, and that's not a bad thing either. It, it, no. it, it is all, and, and I hate to say it, it is about being selfish. It is. Because if we're not selfish with ourselves, then mm-hmm. we really can't ultimately help other folks. One of the things my life coach taught me, and she even went to the Bible with this, she said, mm-hmm. even Jesus had to disappoint people. Right. And she said, you've got to get to a place, Tasha, where you understand it is okay that some people are always going to be disappointed no matter what choice you make. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you and that, that goes for business, too. It you does. Know, Absolutely. You know, once we say you get involved in the community and, mm-hmm. you know, and then people ask more and people ask more and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm one of those people, I don't want to criticize if I won't take it on. So, right. you know, maybe I see something in uh, say a, a business group that I belong to and I don't like right. how it's going. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, you know, part of me is like, well, you shouldn't criticize it if you're not willing to do it yourself. Right. And I've had to rethink that and think, okay, mm-hmm. maybe it's not that I'm criticizing, but it's how can I support them? Right. You know, or maybe they don't want my help. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. And, um, but it is really about, in many times, being able to say no and not feel guilty about it. 
That's right. And that goes back to the whole purpose of what you're saying about knowing your why. Mm-hmm. Because when you know your why, you'll know what to say yes to. And you'll also know what to say no to. Right. You know, you'll know that you're not the answer for every client. Like mm-hmm. everybody is not your client. Everybody can't help you, but you can't help everybody. So knowing your why will help you to know who you're meant to serve. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and of course, one of the, the true reasons to know your why is to overcome this cynicism and the self-limiting beliefs that we have. Yes. So how do you work through that? Because we are our own worst critics. Absolutely. Absolutely. For me, I have to constantly feed the, um, let me say it backwards, starve the negativity, but feed the positive. Okay. And what I mean by that is I have to pay attention to what or who I am listening to. Mm-hmm. Because if I surround myself with negativity, that's all that's going to come out of me is negativity, right. which is going to fuel the self-doubts and the fear and all of those things. Mm-hmm. But I constantly am conscious about even today, I just got back from a walk. I was listening to an audio book and it was the title of the book was called Don't Settle for Safe. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm always feeding my spirit, soul, and body the positive. Now, I don't always get it right Mm because there's no such thing as perfection. Right. But my goal is to always make sure that I'm feeding the the positive so that, and I even have a vision board in my office that I'm looking at every single day. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure that as much as I can, I am starving that doubt and that that self-critic that tries mm-hmm. to pop his little ugly head. I'm trying right. to starve those things. Mm-hmm. You know, and it is about, you know, listening sometimes to mm-hmm. that criticism. Yeah. Because that criticism in many ways can be healthy, but it's, it's not about letting it take over. Absolutely. You know, and, and, the, well, you're not good enough, you know, ugh, ugh, ugh. Absolutely. You know, I hate those, but we have those. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, I think women have them more than men, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and part of that was how we're raised. Yes. You know, men were raised to be very, in, in many cases, sports oriented, mm-hmm. you know, and, and be the team player. And in many cases, be that team leader, that team captain. Mm-hmm. Um, and women were off by ourselves playing with our dolls. You know, yeah. And, you know, clearly that's that's a stereotype. <laughs> but, you know, and, and but we were also taught as women to not brag about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And and so it is difficult when we have to start kind of really ignoring that and saying, you know, what, I'm, I'm good at this. This mm-hmm. is what I should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it, too, we have to talk about the whole comparison thing, because sometimes we compare ourselves to other people and that plays a big role in us not showing up in our full strength and power because Mm -hmm. we're downplaying ourselves because we think we're not as good as or we, you know, whatever the thing, the thoughts happen. I think that plays a a big role in that as well. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to if you understand who you are, you understand your strengths, you know that you're not, nobody else is a threat to you and you're not a threat to anybody else. Actually, women, if we really think about it, we complement each other more than we hurt each other. Right. Talk about that more. How does, how, how, what do you mean by that? 
Okay, so I have this community called Connected Women Win. Mm -hmm. And what I mean is that when women come together, we are powerful forces when we unite together. Mm -hmm. When we, like, take, I'm going to go all the way back in history. In 1940, when the men were away at war, the -hmm. women had to step up, and they were the ones who who really started doing things, coming outside of the the normal traditional roles. Mm -hmm. And that shows you that that's possible in every area, area, in every part of our lives. Mm -hmm. But when we compete with each other, when we criticize each other, when we tear each other down by how we look, what we're wearing, by whatever, then all that does is weaken our bond as women. Right. You know, and unfortunately, women can do that really well. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. Many years ago, I worked for the American Cancer Society, which at that point um, was almost exclusively women, both Mm -hmm. volunteers and employees, Mm -hmm. which, you know, is is still a a lot of the case in a lot of volunteer roles. But I was a staff person there. And, oh, the the catty, nasty remarks that, that would go around in meetings and between people. We actually had a box of meow mix. (laughs) <laughs> you know, the, the cat food, meow mix. And when uh-huh. somebody got especially nasty, mm-hmm. they would come back and find it in their office. Wow. And, you know, I mean, you talk about passive aggressive, but, you know, it, it but it really was something. And, and I think we do have to watch that. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of that. Mm-hmm. I will see, say, someone in a store. And the first, oh, I can't believe they went outside dressed like that. Right, right. You know, it's like, stop that, stop that. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and you know, and. And we do. I mean, you know, my husband will look at me and he's like, really? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, you know, and and it never occurred to him to even think that, which, you know, uh, it truly shows the different mindsets. But, you know, in so many ways, we look for that negative as opposed to, you know what? That that young woman, you know, she might be a little overweight in our mind, but yeah. look at the self-esteem that right. she has to still be able to dress the way she wants to. That's right. That's right. And you having that positive thought or me having that positive thought, what that does is it fuels the positive on the inside of us. Right. But when we look at the negative or try to call out the negative, all we're doing is reaffirming our own insecurity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then the next thing is, well, I couldn't dress like that either. Yes. Or, you know, all of those things. Because it does. It starts spiraling down. That's right. That's right. So we have to, on purpose, and women more than men, because we're more emotional, mm-hmm. we have to, on purpose, be positive and support each other, which is more of an effort for us as women. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, we all win together. Right. Right. You know, and... and even if it is just a quick thought of cute top or, yes. you know, anything besides yes. immediately going to that, eh, yeah. you know, then you're right because we do, you know, the second we do the, eh, then we look at somebody else. Well, I can't believe they're buying that yeah. or, you know, all of those things. Maybe we're at a business event. Well, you know, all these various things, when we start thinking negative, it's really hard to stop. Yes. And we're attracting negative. That's the biggest thing. We're attracting it. And so that it just all it takes is a a thought, which is a seed. That's Mm -hmm. all it takes. And that sometimes is the reason why, like I hear um, and I'm not talking about any particular group of women, but I'm just saying as a whole, if we are questioning, why am I not further along or why can't I why am I not, you know, doing more Then that's an area that we need to question. Mm hmm. 
You know, and and I I've noticed that, and I've noticed how you know women and and men differ, especially in say a business environment. Sure. A lot of times, I won't be a part of an all woman business group. Mm-hmm. You know, now clearly there are some out there. There are many out there that are absolutely mm-hmm. phenomenal and very supportive. Um, you mentioned your own group. Um, yeah. And and things like that, but there are also the ones that that get into that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I don't care. You know, yeah. I don't have time for that. And yeah. And the funny thing is, since I've been ill. That's even more. I'm like, no, yeah. uh-uh. not going to surround myself with that <laughs> negative energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other thing that I look at, too, and this all came from my own awakening. Um, I just realized, you know what, there's going to be some places that I can't avoid. But mm-hmm. for those places, I have determined I'm going to be the most positive person in the room. Mm-hmm. And I will be the atmosphere. Instead of the atmosphere changing me, I will change the atmosphere. Right. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned being the the most positive person in the world. One of the things that is really hard for women is to take a compliment. You know, and and so maybe you are the person who is always there and always helpful and always smiling. And if somebody says, wow, Tasha, you have such a positive outlook. Sometimes our very first reaction is to go, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> everybody else is too, or have you met Sue? You know, or, right. you know, and, and so that's a big part of it is learning it is. how to take that, that positive feedback, those compliments, and without being, you know, the, whoa, look at me, yeah. but to just say thank you. You yeah. know, yeah. And, and and that's very hard for women. It is. It is. And that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, learning how to give and receive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and it is difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we were taught that, you know, again, that, that we don't brag about ourselves. So when right. somebody says something nice, you know, back to clothing again. Yeah. You know, hey, you know, Tasha, you've got a great jacket on. Sometimes the first mm-hmm. thing we say is, well, I got it on sale. Yeah. Or, you know, instead of, well, thanks. Yeah. You can say I got it on sale, but, you know, we, we immediately take that downplay role, you know, sure. and, and so maybe it's business. You know, you got a great promotion. Oh, well, you know, I had a great team. Yeah. And that yeah. very well may be true. Right. But you were the leader of that team. That's right. And it wouldn't have been successful. And I don't care if it's, you know, a volunteer, you know, work team, whatever it is. It took you being that good leader for that team to be successful. That's right. That's right. One of the um, first exercises that I do when I work with my life coaching clients is I take them through what's called a SWOT analysis. Oh, um, okay. And let's, it, let's talk about that because SWOT for me as a marketing person is very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know it's a business tool, mm-hmm. but I turn it into a personal development tool. Ooh, and I love I, that. Yes. And, and the same acronym, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, mm-hmm. I turn it into strengths. Strengths, areas of improvement, mm-hmm. dreams are the opportunities, and the threat is I'm, I'm basically having them answer the question, what is stopping me? But the oh. first thing that we sit down is, and do is I tell them, I want you to write down all of your strengths. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you good at? What are the things that you know? What are the things people compliment you on that nobody has to convince you that you're good at this? Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that that's usually the hardest. I mean, getting started with the strength right. is usually the hardest one. But then I do come back with the balance of the areas of areas of improvement. But what I do sitting side by side, showing them, I say, we want to focus on the strengths more than we want to focus on your weaknesses. I know the weaknesses are there. 
can't do a thing about them. But right now, you get more results focusing on the strength than you do focusing on on your weaknesses. Right. And what I do is kind of paint a picture to say your strengths and those opportunities, which are your dreams, this is where you need to be putting more emphasis on. Mm-hmm. And the weaknesses, maybe, in, especially in business, maybe you just need to get somebody, outsource it to somebody, you know, right. or, or, you know, whatever, because honestly, sometimes those weaknesses may never change, mm-hmm. you know? So why sweat over something that you can't control right now, mm-hmm. but you can focus on the strengths that you are good at? Right. You know, and, and again, it comes back to being able to ask for help. True. Um, True. You know, I when I finally made the realization that I needed to have a producer for this radio program, somebody uh-huh. to coordinate... You know, it, it took me probably six months because I, I have to be able to do it myself. I should yeah. be able to do it myself. Mm-hmm. Why can't I do it myself? You know, I had that conversation. And then the little birdie, that little light, that whatever, <laughs> came on in my head and said, you will be able to focus on more important things Yes. when you're not having to, to, to do the, the administrative part of the radio program. Yes. And, you know, and I absolutely love my producer. Mm-hmm. And she has taken so much uh, off my plate so, you know, and, and whether it's that you hire a virtual assistant or somebody to do your bookkeeping or, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm, I'm big on if it's going to take me more than 15 minutes, yes. I should seriously consider outsourcing it. Absolutely. Um, you know, because it's not the best use of my time. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and that's where that kind of comes in is, you know, we can't do it all. So why not hire somebody to do it who will do it better? That's right. That's right. And you'll have more confidence doing what you're good at versus mm-hmm. what you're not. I I'm agree wholeheartedly. I have two businesses and each business I have a virtual assistant. Mm-hmm. And I believe um, I, I'm just going to brag on myself for a little bit since we're talking about that. Right, I believe right. that, <laughs> that has been the secret for my success mm-hmm. and the um, consistency for my business is knowing that I can't do it all. Right. You know, and, and, and it is difficult to come to that realization, mm-hmm. you know, especially if it's our own business and sure. whether you're the only employee or you've got, you know, a bunch of employees, we do, you know, it comes back to that. We think we can do it all. Right. You know, and the second we free ourselves up to have somebody else help with it. Yes. It's just, it's so empowering. And it I is. love that. It is. It is. And I like to find people who w- that's their strength. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I'm hiring a virtual assistant or or outsourcing anything, I always look for the person who this is their strength. This is their gift. This is like they would do this all day, every day, even right. if they didn't get paid, because I know that person is going to be passionate about the thing that they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and and and, you know, whether it's a, a man or a woman, I tend to, to work more with women, but mm-hmm. you know, again, you're allowing them to shine too. That's right. And and I think that's what is so important about all of this. That's right. That goes back to the whole thing of connected women win because, or, and I know men too, men too, but mm-hmm. um, we're talking with about women. I think um, you giving somebody else the ability to shine doesn't take away from you. It enhances you. Right. You know, and, and that is difficult sometimes for men and women to to give that power, that authority, that whatever to, mm-hmm. to someone else because, you know, for whatever reason. You yeah. Know? And but you're right. It does allow us then to better ourselves and, yeah. and make ourselves shine, you know, and, and that's not a selfish thing. You know, uh, folks, this is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because we all can win together. Nobody has to lose. Mm hmm. 
and I think that's that is one of the hard things for women, especially a solopreneur and you're mm-hmm. an entrepreneur, a person who who you know, works from home. Mm-hmm. We get very isolated. Yeah, you know, and and so let's come back to talking about support group. How sure. does one really? You know, because it, this is all just tied together. Um, uh-huh. You know, whether you're hiring somebody or you've got that support group, you know, you mentioned it. It's not about doing this alone. Right. Why is it so important for somebody who is, you know, kind of on their own, you know, working mm-hmm. from their, their guest room, their basement, their whatever, right. to have that great support system? And how do they find it? Okay. I think it's important because having the support system gives you the opportunity to grow farther and faster than you ever could by yourself. Okay. And how you find it, I tell people all the time, start with what you have right now. Mm -hmm. Like there might be somebody in your current group of friends or circle or acquaintances that you have the similar core values. You can start a support group with one person. I mm-hmm. did this. My support person actually became my hairdresser. We yeah. were already having conversations like iron sharpens iron conversations. Mm-hmm. It was already happening. So we just made it official. Mm-hmm. So there might be somebody that's all you're already talking to that. That's the one right there. Mm-hmm. And then what we did was we expanded it and invited three other women who had similar core values that we did similar drives. And we created the breakthrough circle. Mm-hmm. So we all came together and and had our meetings where we um, checked in, held each other accountable, things like that. Um, other people may not have that where you may have to hire a coach or mm-hmm. get a mentor, somebody that can help you grow and help pull out of you the potential that's already there. Mm-hmm. So there are several different options to get started with support, free and paid. Right. You know, and it's funny, as you were talking about that, I remember I joined a, a group here in Atlanta, and it was a very small group, and, and the primary purpose of the group was networking, mm-hmm. but it was also to be kind of a mastermind group. Right. And and I kept thinking, well, I can't share with these people. What if they don't like it or criticize it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Duh. They're kind of supposed to do that. (laughs) Yes. And and it really, you know, it was kind of one of those, you know, because you don't want to be with somebody who continually just says, that's right. That's right. That's good. That's good. Okay. You know what? We can get a parrot to say that. We need these folks to challenge us, that's to right. question us, that's right. but to do it in a way, obviously, that's going to help us in a positive manner. Absolutely. The breakthrough circle that we had, we established up front that we, in this particular group, we were not each other's coaches, but we were peers. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how many times in that circle where there were tears that were shed, there were times that somebody called somebody out for hiding or for just not being, you know, for showing up. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we walk away from that more pumped up, fired up, ready to be our best selves. Right. You know, let's let's talk a little bit about the group that you have, Women Connect Success Club. Tell uh-huh. us more about that. Okay. As an entrepreneur, like I said, I've been in this for 13 years and I saw a need for women in business who were just starting Mm -hmm. that had some of the same fears, some of the same doubts, insecurities about business, but also about life. Mm -hmm. And I decided to create the Success Club because I wanted to have like a mentoring space for women where they it was faith based where Mm -hmm. I brought in 
other people to connect them to other experts in different Mm -hmm. areas. But I also have a time where I teach them and help them show up. And our main core components are mindset, marketing, and money. Okay. And those are the areas that I saw that mindset is always going to be the thing you're constantly working on. Um, but if you don't have the right mindset, you really can't market yourself because mm-hmm. that goes back to the confidence and being able to be okay with shining, you know, being mm-hmm. okay with putting yourself out there so that you can sell so that you can make money. Mm-hmm. And this community, we meet twice a month on um, the second and fourth Monday but I also have a private Facebook community for them. And I also do bonus sessions with them where I'm bringing in guest experts because I tell the ladies, I don't have all your answers, but mm-hmm. I do know how to connect you with other people. So this has become a safe space for these ladies mm-hmm. to grow, to figure it out while they're launching their businesses. Right. You know, and, and the reason I wanted to, to mention this is for those folks who you know, are working in their, their guest, you know, bedroom, you know, their basement, you know, the, the solopreneurs, because sometimes the only people that we network with might be our competitors. That's right. Or, or, you know, you might just not network with people that you would want to be part of this inner circle. Right. So that's where, you know, or maybe you are just in an, an area uh-huh. where, you know, you, you can't do that. So that's what I like about your online group is it's a virtual yes, meeting. It is. It is. I have ladies. I've got one lady in New York. I've got another lady. Um, the majority of them are here in Montgomery, um, mm-hmm. but we still are online. I'm Georgia, Virginia, Michigan. You know, I had one lady that was from South Africa, you know, mm-hmm. so the ladies are not bound by their physical location. Right. You know, and again, it's about getting that support system yes. that is really going to help you succeed both professionally and personally. Yes. And having a safe space where you can ask the questions where you might be a little nervous to ask somebody else because somebody else might be like, oh, you should know that already. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so these ladies definitely know that this is their space. And right. I've even incorporated because it's a faith based community. We have like every Tuesday I get on a live stream with them and, and I pray. They have prayer mm-hmm. requests. And I help pray for certain things. Um, I I pop in the live stream and just encourage them. My my biggest thing is making sure that while we're focusing on mindset, marketing, and money, that you never lose sight of yourself. Right. You know, and and the other thing that I love about it is for somebody who you know, might you know, like I was saying, you know, I didn't want to go to that that networking group because they might criticize me. Yeah. Well, face to face, that you know, that sometimes can be very difficult. But if mm-hmm. it's an online thing, you know, you've you've got that protective shield, yes. you know, that that is that screen. And, you know, but clearly you have guidelines set, you know, this isn't going to yes. turn into to whining sessions, no. and, you know, and, and all of those various things. It is to be very supportive. Yes. And as a leader, I realized that I had to set the bar for that. Like I, I mm-hmm. told him this is a drama free zone. Like mm-hmm. we don't do drama, right. <laughs> you know, um, but we also celebrate, you know, like mm-hmm. we've had people that have written books, have done their first speaking engagements, have gotten their first clients or had their best years. So we celebrate as well. So Mm -hmm. it's not all just the bad stuff. This is a place where they're going to get a well-rounded experience. Right. 
you know, and, and it's not free, you know, and, yeah. and, but it's, it's very inexpensive. And as we're doing the program, it, the, the fee that you're charging is $47 a month. That's right. Hello ladies. That's less than if you went to Starbucks every day. Yes. Um, by quite a bit. <laughs> so, you know, and, and you're investing in yourself. That's you know, right. Your, your person and your business and, and uh, holy schmoly, 47 bucks a month. Right. Even if you're just starting out, that is, you know, I, I think that is something that, that everyone should consider being, being very well worth it. Yes. Yes. And like I said, I bring in guest experts. So we have master classes inside of the community. Um, mm-hmm. And these guest experts have ranged from social media to speaking to um, corporate, um, corporate sponsorships, um, you name it. We've got one coming up in May. Well, actually two. One is dealing with your personal finances. The other one's dealing with visual branding. Ah. So I bring in guest experts all the time um, to help them because like I told them, that's the, the strength in your business is being well connected. Right. You know, and, and again, it doesn't matter where they are. That's you right. Know, it's What's that's important right. is the information. That's right. That's right. That's right. And they have like after it's over, they have the library that they're able to go back to. So I archive like from day one, anybody that joins will be able to go back and get all the recordings. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I love this idea and whether it's your group or someone else's mm-hmm. group, mm-hmm. of, you know, we we just can't say it enough. We have to have those support systems. Yes. And we have to not completely removed because sometimes you can't, you know, those, those negative people from our lives, right. you know, sometimes they might be a family member That's right. or, you know, all those various things, but, but you can, you can definitely limit the time that you spend with them. And, you know, one of the lovely things about Facebook, you know, I'm, I'm going to bring in a little social media here. Is, <laughs> you know, I, I have a family member mm-hmm. and an in-law yeah. who, is you know the most negative person in the world mm-hmm. you know and 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 I feel bad because they are the most negative person in the world but you know it need to be connected on Facebook and and all that stuff but I just have clicked the feature that doesn't show me their posts yeah yeah and That's right. you know and, That's and I right. do that with the you know whether it's the people who <coughs> excuse me are posting political or mm-hmm. posting things things that I just don't want to see where you might still need to be connected with them but you don't want to absorb that negative energy but that does kind of bring about that, you know, again, if if all the people you're reading, you know, a lot of folks spend a lot of time on Facebook. Now, yeah. granted, I spend a lot more time because it's what I do. But yeah. if all I'm reading are negative posts, right. pretty soon I have that negative energy. That's we, right. We've been mentioning that throughout the thing. So hide those posts. Yeah. Don't follow those people. You know, the world won't come to an end. Right. And let me tell you, we even got so real to, I had a guest expert come in and talk about what if the negative person is your husband, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like oh, yeah. how do you function in business if you don't have a supportive spouse? So we talk about all of that stuff because that's real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and it, it is difficult sometimes, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, you, know, you might not want to, you know, completely eliminate your spouse, but maybe it is that you need to go to counseling. Yeah. Or, you know, and sometimes, you know, bless them, they just don't recognize that right. they're not giving you the support that you need. Right. And, you know, because it's worked, you know, the for however many years. Mm-hmm. And, well, it really wasn't working. Yeah. And, but they didn't know it because you didn't step up to say, hey, excuse me. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I need you to ask how my day went. Yeah. You know, I, whether it's just something as simple as that or... You know, we need to spend 10 minutes 
just ourselves. That's right. You know, and, and which is difficult for parents. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, there's so many things that are going on in their kids' lives. And how many times do we hear the stories about, you know, when the, the kids, you know, they're finally the empty nesters, right. you know, that the, and they have nothing in common anymore. Right. You know, and, and many of them, fortunately, are able to rediscover that spark. Yeah. And, you know, and, and all the, but in many cases, they're not. You yeah. know, it was something where, you know, they, they, they definitely grew apart. It didn't have to happen. That's right. You know, if, if you're working on it, and, and again, that can happen with business partners. It you can. Know, all those things, too. It has to be an ongoing process. That's right. That's right. That's why when I think about the whole word of success, I think about in every area of your life, you know, mm-hmm. not perfection, but it's, I do believe it's possible that you can be at a place where you are successful and you're fulfilled and yeah, everything, there might be some things that are broken. There might be some things, you know, that's again, that's life, but mm-hmm. you don't have to be broken in the process, you know? Right. You know, and, and it is about coming back to truly knowing yourself and knowing your why. That's right. So we've got just about a minute left. Again, why is it so important that women discover what their why is? I'm going to sum up the title of my book, and that is so that we can maximize our existence. The very reason why we're here in the first place, so that we can unleash every ounce of potential that's in us. So that when our time comes, there's nothing left. You know what I'm saying? Um, Right. Because the graveyard is so full of people who died with the potential still in them, you Mm -hmm. know, but I believe it's possible no matter what we've gone through for us to succeed in life, unleashing every ounce of that potential. Mm -hmm. Well, obviously they can find your book on Amazon, but how do they find and connect with you online, Tasha? Um, They can definitely go to my website, which is TashaMScott.com. And if there's somebody that's been listening to this that's saying, you know what, I hear what you're saying, but... I, I just need to talk. I actually do offer a, a free complimentary. I call it a wake up call session um, for women. And on my website, they can actually access my calendar on the hello bar at the very top. Cool. Uh, TashaMScott.com. Perfect. You know, and, and you've got all your social media links there for, for people who want to do that. Yes. Yes. Um, you can always find me. Coach Tasha Scott on Facebook and also Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, across the board, YouTube. But my Connected Women Win community, that's the free Facebook community for any professional or businesswoman that just wants a supportive space. Right. You know, and and again, ladies, you know, and gentlemen, maybe this is something that you need to tell the women in your life about. Wait a minute. There's no maybe. You need to tell the women in your life about this. Because it is so important. You know, we, we as women get so caught up in, we can't ask for help. Mm-hmm. We have to do it ourselves. Yeah. And and if we don't, we're horrible and awful. We need to get rid of all of those. That's costs. right. That's right. And, 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 you know, this really is a great way to start taking those steps to make ourselves the best that we can be. That's right. That's right. Right. Well, Tasha, this has been absolutely wonderful. I've been having a great time talking with you, and I hope that our listeners got as much out of this as I did. Yes, this was wonderful for me too, Deb. Thank you. Great. Well, I am Deb Creer, and to everyone out there, have an absolutely fabulous week. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up 
your business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.